Welcome to the Click for More Customers podcast. Your host is Ted Prodromo, best-selling author of The Ultimate Guide to LinkedIn for Business and Ultimate Guide to Twitter for Business. Ted is recognized as America's leading LinkedIn coach, helping you grow your business while living the life of your dreams. Welcome, everybody. It's Ted Pedromo, and this is Social Selling TV. And you can watch this and other episodes at socialsellingtelevision.com. And today I have a very special guest because LinkedIn recently lets you do video now. They're trying to do like Facebook Live. They have their LinkedIn Live, and you can actually upload videos into your profile. And I, I saw my very first one a couple weeks ago. And I was thinking, you know, I, nobody ever does this video thing yet. What's going on? And then all of a sudden I see this video and there's like hundreds of comments in it and all these likes and shares. And it's like, wow, this is amazing. And it was actually today's guest, Alexandra Galviz. So welcome. This is the LinkedIn, London LinkedIn lady. I love it. So tell us about yourself and... Really, it was such an incredible video, but first tell us about you and what you do. Sure. Um, so I um, basically, my background's in training and development in the financial services. Um, and I did that for quite a while, teaching people or salespeople to sort of sell better um, and kind of traveled the world doing that for a bit. Um, I kind of got into management at quite a young age and did the whole living the corporate dream and the corporate life and just realized that it wasn't quite for me. <laughs> um, I wasn't 100% fulfilled. And um, I decided to take a bit of a break, do a bit of traveling, um, came back, to, back home to London and kind of decided to set up my own thing, um, kind of teaching people what I do on LinkedIn, really. Um, you know, how to tell stories, how to increase their personal brand, um, how to create uh, viral posts, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I've been doing it for the last four or five months and it's been going really well and I've enjoyed it a huge amount. And, you know, part of that journey was also, you know, getting started on, on video. And it, that has been an entirely different journey and dimension to, to the whole thing. So you've only been doing the LinkedIn consulting for four to five months. Yes, I have. I mean, I've been sort of creating content on there and building my brand and my network for the last two years quite actively. Um, but it's only like the last, yeah, three to four, four, four to five months that I've decided to really make a business out of it. Was that your first video you've posted on LinkedIn? No, that was my second, I think, second or third um, video that I posted. But it was, it was the first video that I did the kind of straight look at the camera and just do, you know, talk. Um, the, other, the other videos that I posted um, were slightly different kind of format. Um, and it was the first time that I was kind of sharing a, quite a personal story. So... Yeah. yeah, it was only seven and a half minutes long or something. But when you turn on the camera, you're reaching and then you said, this is yeah. really hard. And even when I finished it, I thought, oh, my God, are people really going to, you know, watch the whole thing? Um, one and two, you know, how are people going to react to this? Because it was by far the most personal thing I've ever shared on, on the LinkedIn platform. And, and anyone that follows me knows that I share a lot of personal stuff on here. Um but it's, yeah, I was really surprised with the amount of people that actually watched the entire thing. 
Um, because, you know, LinkedIn is a bit of a, a platform where people kind of do a lot of scrolling and, and they watch it during their lunch break or on their way to work or on their way home. So I was very conscious that a video that long might sort of disengage people quite quickly. But by the comments, it really showed that people watched the whole thing. <laughs> oh, it was riveting. It was amazing. So tell us uh, the whole story because, oh my gosh, it's yeah, so it basically, it was part of a, um, a campaign that was run by Michaela Alexis, uh, Manu Goswami, Aaron Orendorf, and uh, one other person um, that I've forgotten their name of, um, oh, Josh Fletcher, Fletcher. Um, and they decided to do a Let's Get Honest campaign. And I mean, I'd been sort of doing one or two videos beforehand, and I was really struggling to, to, to really do video. It, it didn't come very naturally to me. Yeah. Um, I just saw this campaign and thought, you know, I absolutely love, I'm all about authenticity. I'm all about honesty. So it just seemed like a really natural thing to do and, and kind of jump in. Um, I did get tagged in quite a few of, you know, people in my network doing it. And I thought, okay, at one point I'm going to have to, you know, do it. Um, but I was just really kind of almost psyching myself up to, yeah. <laughs> you know, there something um, as personal as the story I did. Um, so I might as well just sort of explain <laughs> what that story was. Um, but I, I basically decided to talk about um, my path through education, which was very, very tricky. Um, and to sort of briefly summarise it, um, as an 11 year old, I had to move to France um, through circumstances and I was away from my family for a year. And I basically matured a, a tremendous amount and, uh, you know, grew incredibly independent and got a huge uh, amount smarter in terms of street smart. And um, when I came back to London, I, I went into a school and it was a time where, you know, all the people sort of already knew each other. And I came and I was, was sort of the French girl in, in London or in England and didn't really fit in. Um, I, was, I was a bit of a misfit, a uh, bit of an introvert as well, and just didn't really, uh, you know, really really struggled and was bullied very very severely for for a very long time and uh long story short I ended up uh you know severely uh depressed almost sort of suicidal thoughts and the one thing that got me through that as a as a 12 you know lasted for about two years for as a 12 13 year old was thinking that I was put on this planet to do something and that was the one thing that kept me going um, that there was a purpose for me and I was here to do something. And I think um, what I what really caught me massively by surprise with that video was the amount of parents that messaged me personally or commenting on it saying, I'm going to show my kids this tonight or, um, you know, my daughter's going through something really similar and I, I can't wait to, to share this with her or, or you know, I, I feel yeah. like my son should be looking at this. And that was just a reaction that at no point did I think you know, that would be the outcome of, of something like that. And, you know, I think a lot of people related it for very different reasons. Uh, there was, I covered a lot in a short, even though it was long in a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, from things like uh, bullying to introversion to depression to living abroad. <laughs> so, you know, it, it could have touched a lot of different people with different aspects of, of their life and their past. And I think that, vulnerability and and you could tell because you know at one point I'm, I'm almost on the verge of tears and I'm trying to you know keep myself together 
um, you know, I did it in one take and I just posted it because I thought if I, if I redo this, it's just not going to happen. And if I don't post it now, I'm just not going to post it. So, yeah. It was truly from the heart and it was very authentic. You couldn't have written it any better. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I mean, I, whenever I do video now and, and I'm doing those sort of still shots staring at the camera, I tend to, you know, just think about what the topic is and vaguely kind of map a storyline in my head, but I just let it come out the way it's meant to come out. <laughs> I video it and then I don't edit it. I just post it. Um, so, you know, they're, they're very raw. They're very uh, natural. There's still some ums and ahs and um, some breaks in my voice. And But the whole point is that, you know, for me, it's all I'm a massive advocate of authenticity and um, the reason is, is that I feel like, you know, since I've been content creating on LinkedIn, it's always been about authenticity and about being real because we always see the filtered version, the pretty version, the finished product version. And, you know, life's not like that. And when you are vulnerable and when you are authentic, people connect with you more because as humans inherently, we want to connect with people. So it's just, you know, I'm hoping to, you know, inspire other people to open up and say, you know, it's okay to talk about these things. It makes us who we are. Yeah. No, that's, there's so much fake things on the internet these days and just yeah. being authentic. And especially with LinkedIn, I teach people, it's not a bot at the other end of that conversation. It's a real human being. So pretend we're talking face to face in person. And, you know, I, when I work with some of my clients, you know, you'd be so surprised with people that they really, really struggle to do that. I think there's also quite a mental block of people thinking it's a professional website. So you have to be corporate, you have to be professional, you've got to. And I think people need to remember what, you know, have a think about what does professional really mean? Um, because at the end of the day, if we go back to sort of the sales elements of things, people buy people, they don't buy, you know, they're buying the same product in different competitors, but actually the relationship is with a person, not the service or the product. Yeah. So I think that's what I aim to sort of remind a lot of people. It's that, you know, it's great to know you've got tons of experience and you've got an amazing, uh, you know, CV and, and whatnot. But actually I also need to know who you are because if I'm hiring you for a job, for example, I want to know that, you know, you're going to get along with my team and that we have some common interests and that you actually have a great personality, not just your experience. It's really who you are deep down. That's who you want to do business with. Exactly. And, and not just business with, but even hiring someone is, is important. You know, you, it's not just about, um, about that. And I think people sometimes forget that element. Um, not only, you know, people creating content, but, but depending on what you're doing on there. Yeah. No, when I first saw your video come up, it was like this headshot video and you're like, I'm thinking, oh, this isn't appropriate for LinkedIn. This isn't the, what people want to see on LinkedIn. And then I'm like watching it and I'm like just sucked into it. And then I saw all the comments <laughs> and likes and shares. Like, I know. And I mean, I was really surprised because I think, you know, it's a relatively new feature. So I think they're still doing a lot of tweaks in terms of visibility and, and whatnot and um you know i was really surprised that video got over fifty thousand views um which is a huge huge amount for, for video stats at the moment um and i think you know over 800 likes and, and hundreds of comments from from people all around the world you that's know, like youtube exposure <laughs> yeah exactly and I, you know at the end of the day i think that's where the platform's going um you know i think it's becoming more of a social 
um, a social platform rather than a strictly 100% professional platform. And I don't think, I personally don't think that that's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing um, because, you know, it's um, encouraging an entirely new and younger generation to, to get involved in a different type of platform that they still think, uh, you know, it's, it's the Facebook for old people and, and whatnot. <laughs> But, um, you know, these are the kind of features that are going to entice them to get more involved, I think. And, um, you know, it's it's also a, a cross-generational thing. You know, um, it might attract older generations to, to younger people and, and vice versa and have these discussions that we want, might not have in the workplace. So, you know, all the better for it. They don't show you who viewed, how many people viewed the whole video, do they? They don't give those stats? No, it just, it just shows in terms of, say, there was 50,000 people that viewed that, it will say they viewed for longer than three or four seconds. Okay. Um, but you wouldn't know at the moment, no. I think eventually you, they're going to give those stats. That would be awesome. I think so. And I, I did get a message to say, you know, unfortunately, we've, um, we've kind of messed up our stats um, and we're just in the process of fixing it. Um, so have a look at your stats again. And actually, they were higher than, than they were before. So I think, you know, with, you know, with any new feature on a, on a social media platform or any uh, feature whatsoever, you're always going to have sort of the tweaks and, and the things that they need to sort of improve on and change. But, you know, to, to be able to have access to that, I think, you know, a lot of people are struggling to, to kind of, they have the feature and, and are not too sure how to go about it. And, how to start and get out there it is difficult <laughs> yeah I mean I really 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 struggled it, it doesn't come natural to me at all <laughs> and um and you know at the start I was I was really stuck and it took a friend that sort of brainstormed a lot with me and and we kind of did a lot of the breaking the ice kind of thing mm -hmm. um to eventually get used to it and now it's you know the, as with anything the more you do it the easier it gets and, you know, the, the comments are really encouraging as well. Um, you know, it shows that I am really connecting with people and it's given a whole new dimension to what I do as well. You know, I've been writing on LinkedIn for over two years, um, more prolifically, like in the last six months. Um, but this has added an entirely sort of new level and it has connected, with, uh, connected me with a whole new sort of demographic and, and people that I wasn't connected to before. Have you tested different length videos yet? What do you mean by that? So you had seven and a half minutes, which if this was one of those polished, scripted videos, I don't think anyone would watch seven and a half minutes. Usually they watch a minute or two. Yeah, so in terms of doing a short video. So did you try like a two minute video or a three minute video since then to see if you get as much traction? I haven't tried a shorter video. I have done shorter videos, but not of me. Um, so I run um, a LinkedIn local meetup in London and we actually got it videoed. The last one we did, we actually got it videoed and it was just over four minutes. Mm -hmm. And that one just had over 18,000 views. Um, That's not so bad. What, yeah, whilst it wasn't of me, I was in the video because I was doing a speech at the event and it kind of explained a bit about what the event was. Um, but that's still, you know, for you know, video stats, it's, it's relatively good. So has this opened up any new opportunities for you? Like going out and speaking about being bullied? Cause that's a huge topic these days. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> the funny thing is I had a few people say, you know, have you ever thought about that? And I, I actually do public speaking. Um, but actually I, I tend to talk a lot more about sort of my journey going from the corporate world 
to to you know doing my own thing and I talk a lot about employability skills and career development which is sort of my passion areas but actually since doing that video and seeing the response of parents um you know getting in touch with me I really was you know I started to think actually maybe I should be going into schools and talking about this because it it massively impacted my life um, yeah. and I think that it could potentially impact, you know, a huge amount of, um, of students, young students. And Thousands of people every day around the world are being bullied, whether it's online yeah. or in person. Yeah, I saw this fantastic advert that um, a guy in my network, um, Andrew Grill, um, shared with his network, and it was Burger King has done a, a wonderful advert on bullying, and it was just like such a phenomenal watch and it's just great to see a brand take such a big issue and a cause and actually just highlight you know something that's not really that related to you know burger king but right. they use it for, for good and that's just amazing to see yeah no i think you should really look into that because that's a ted talk there you did just you could talk a little longer yeah, I mean, oh God, I've I've got tons of stories like that. I'm just <laughs> I'm just pacing myself because I don't want to overload people with with you know a lot of my my personal stuff. But you know, I feel like there's a lot of um, kind of inspiration to be had from from my journey because I've uh, you know people have known a lot of the journey recently in the last six to twelve months. Yeah, um, but you know, prior to that, I've gone through tons of obstacles and tons of adversity and I feel like the more I start to share those stories I, I've shared more recent stories but the more I start to share you know stories from being quite young um, the more people are, are resonating and connecting on, on another level another video that I did that did tremendously well which was actually just after that one um, was one for mental health awareness day Mm -hmm. so that one I actually was pretty much in the same almost the same time as um time frame as the let's get honest one it was about seven eight minutes and I talked about my sort of massive period of burnout depression anxiety um working in the corporate world and and being under pressure um to deliver work and and being really unfulfilled at the same time and it's sort of all combusting and, and crashing and burning um and having to go to therapy to figure things out and, and getting out of that world and uh that again had about over 550 likes and got viewed over 25,000 times and for me what i want to do is just rate you know I, i've managed to build quite a strong following quite an engaged one and i want to basically be able to talk about things that are important to me and be able to spread that message. I don't get a lot, you know, in return for that, but all I want is just for this message to be spread, for people to be inspired, for people to understand that they're not alone in, in living these things, you know, mental health affects so many people, yet it's so stigmatized, you know, around the world, not just in the UK. Right. So you know, if I can manage to, to, to say, do you know what I've, I've dealt with it and, you know, I've been through it and it's horrible and it happens, but it's not that uncommon. You know, it's just like chipping away at that stigma one, you know, one story at a time, really. This is so much bigger than just being the London LinkedIn lady. I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> <laughs>
Have you tried posting the videos on YouTube and Facebook to see if you get... Do you know what? Someone, a few people have suggested that to me. They were like, have you ever thought about doing like YouTube vlogging and, and whatnot and, and just seeing the reaction of, of people on, on YouTube? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's something I should, should be trying out and seeing because um, obviously it's an entirely uh, different kind of demographic on there. Yeah, you've got um, tremendous traction on LinkedIn, which is a business platform. If you got on Facebook yeah. and YouTube. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's something that I'm definitely keen on on exploring um, because, you know, the, the more people I can reach with these types of messages that I feel are really important for people to be discussing, you know, the better. And, um, you know, for me, it's it's a bit easier on LinkedIn because I have built a, a network and, and, and a following on there. So, you know, yeah. I can spread that message very quickly, very easily. Um, but you know, it's, it's worth exploring for sure. How many connections do you have on LinkedIn? Um, I've just tipped over 12,000. Okay. Um, and I think people of people that I genuinely know face to face and I've worked with, there's probably less than 500, I would say around 500 that I actually know. Um, so that's, and it's actually, I was just about 9,000 a week ago and over oh, wow. two weeks, that <laughs> 12, yeah so I, I i did um i did two posts that went pretty viral in within 48 hours of each other uh, within 24 hours of each other um one had over three hundred and sixty thousand views and the other one had over three hundred and ninety thousand views um and my LinkedIn kind of just exploded with messages and comments and whatnot. And I just shut my, my laptop down and said, I'll deal with this next week. This is too much. So the videos are what's getting all the traction or do, are your articles getting as much traction? No, my status updates. I think that's, and you know, that's something that really they need to kind of work on. And, and I have um, talked to, to the video team at LinkedIn Mm -hmm. um, to say, you know, it's, it's a lot more effort, not so much the, the headshot videos, but the ones that get edited and done really professionally, that's a lot of effort when the stats aren't really matching when you write a short status update and it takes, you know, a few minutes to write kind of thing. So, you know, those status updates that I've had recently have gathered anywhere between 300 and 380,000 views. Wow. So when you compare that to a video that has like anywhere between 25 and 50,000 views, it's not quite the same and it's a bit more painful to do a video. Right. So, and plus I'm, I'm more of a woman of words in terms of writing. I, I absolutely love writing and it's my thing. Um, I love storytelling. So it's a lot easier for me to, to write something. Um, and, you know, it's especially that I, I tend to write when I'm on, on the street. So, you know, something will inspire me that I've seen or it's a conversation I'll have over a coffee and I just jot it down straight away. Whereas video is a little bit more complicated to just get that in a shot really. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. You're pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have a question. I read an article recently. When you do your status updates, do you include a link and an image in the status update or you just put text? Uh, most of the time I just put text. Okay. Mm -hmm. That proves the theory of this person because they said if you add an image or if you add an image and link it outside of LinkedIn like to your website, yeah, it's, it doesn't known, give it as much traction. Yeah, it's known that the minute that you, that you use an external link 
um, that's not LinkedIn, the, it won't be spread as far. The algorithms will penalize you basically. Yeah. Um, and equally, if you put an image as well, it won't be as strongly shared. Um, so it entirely sort of depends on, on what you're putting out there, but it's, it's known that, you know, if you just write text, there's higher chances that it will be shared. So how many words do you usually put in a post? I tend to use them all up, <laughs> all 1,300, the bane of my life, that number. <laughs> okay. It's so hard sometimes to like condense things. And it's really funny because actually, um, I wrote a post today about, you know, I started writing on LinkedIn two years ago and I used to write articles. So that was, you know, over 1,300 words. Like I used to never write more than 1,200 words. Yeah. So going from 1,200 words to 1,300 characters was really difficult. Yeah. But now when I want to sit down and write an article and do it the other way around, I really struggle to find, <laughs> to, to sort of expand my ideas because I've been used to like now condensing um, my thoughts into a short uh, piece of text. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing because, you know, back in the day when I was writing, um, you know, writing articles was a thing to do. Like barely anyone wrote status updates um, and the algorithms were more in favor of writing long form posts. So I used to write maybe once a month, once every two months. Um, and now if I write an article, it's much more difficult to get traction on that than writing a short status update. Well, it makes sense because 60% of LinkedIn traffic's on mobile devices now. So if you just give them little bits of information as they're scrolling through, they're going to yeah. read that short. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not that long to read about thirteen hundred characters. Yeah, exactly, definitely. And I mean, the, I mean, this goes back to the whole video thing. I, I would never in a million years thought people would watch an eight-minute video <laughs> because it's it's long. It's it's a long piece of video. But I'm definitely thinking about playing around a bit more and and trying to condense what I'm trying to say in a shorter amount of time and seeing if, if that's sort of of any difference. I'm, I feel like I'm still pretty much in the exploration phase with video and, and playing around a bit. And um, I'm about to launch a campaign with a few others around, around the world, which um, will shortly be happening. So I'm looking forward to that. I love the way you just experiment. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it's something new and no one really knows what to do with it or how to use it, there's so many, it could go anywhere. You know, the let's get honest campaign is, is one, um, some guys started the hashtag um, five videos. So it's posting a, a video every day for five days. Um, and we're about to launch, uh, myself and a few others are about to launch one, which I won't talk about just yet. Um, but that's going to be out soon. And, it, and it's about connecting people and, and engaging people. Because I think with video, for me, it's really easy to do video because um, I, I, I want to talk about authenticity and I want to talk about my stories and my personal life. And so I have very clear kind of theme and, and thing that I want to talk about. But for a lot of people, they they might they might still be in their working, you know, in their nine to five job and they won't have an, an idea of what they should be posting on video. So I think giving them a topic or a theme or a call to action to do something is a great way to start engaging people on video. Because without that, I think people get really mentally blocked as to what should they be saying or what should they be doing that's great advice that's really good it's kind of that me too hashtag that's going around now yeah. 
Exactly. But if you create a theme and a structure for people that is, hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah, sense. and I, I think it's what's amazing about these campaigns and these hashtags is that you see this spread globally. It, it becomes literally a movement online. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm part of a, a team of uh, four of us in total that set up these uh, LinkedIn local meetups. And since we've done that, it's just started to explode everywhere. I was just checking earlier and we've got them starting in Brazil. We've got them in the US. We've got them in Toronto. I'm in talks. Um, there's someone in New Zealand. I'm in talks with people in India and in Africa. So, you know, to think that this idea started with four people and now it's just spread globally and it's just all about connecting you know, our networks online to offline and building those relationships in person and people are replicating this idea everywhere. It's just insane. It's just amazing to see how people take this community and create their own version of it. So powerful and so easy. <laughs> yeah, so easy. Just a few people in a platform. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got there's a lot more to that, but yeah. you make it look very easy. <laughs> Thank you. So how can people get a hold of you? Uh, so on, uh, on LinkedIn, obviously, Alexandra Galvis. But actually, if you check out the hashtag Authentic Alex, you can see every single piece of content pretty much that I've shared um, since I've been writing on, on LinkedIn. Um, and also the articles that I wrote quite a while back. <laughs> but most of the short content and the videos are all under the hashtag Authentic Alex. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for your time. This has been amazing. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Okay. Well, we'll talk soon. Bye.